tonight I'm trout pants. Instead of, <laughs> instead of a pair of pants, I have all these trout that are connected together with fishing line. <laughs> all right. Shall we start the pod? Let's start the pod. <laughs> there we go. Let's bring it in. Well, folks, you're joining the Dirty Stay Outs for another uh, evening of fine conversation, Whoa. entertainment. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. We are here. Where are we? Here we are. Roll the- call. Where are you, my friend, Ryan? Where are we and who are we? Whom is us? We're the Dirty Stay Outs. I'm, I'm, I'm Ryan Arnold. I'm one of the Dirty Stay Outs. Arnold. I'm arguably the dirtiest, and I've stayed out the least. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I can't stay out. I've got that powder disease where I'm allergic to the sun. Oh, that's not true. <laughs> poor baby. <laughs> oh, poor baby. Well, I'm a, I'm the other dirty stay out. I'm Michelle. Michelle, how you doing? I'm doing terrific coming live from the Taco Dome. Oh! Oh! We're out and in at the same time, my friends. Look I, at this. Isn't it amazing? Like, I feel like I, we can have it all. It's the hard ground of a floor, but the the outsideness. We're not near. We're not in the field any longer. We're in a domicile. We're in a structure, and it feels amazing. It feels like a, a cool treehouse. Thanks. Yeah, it's like a it's like a it's like a treehouse, but with like blueprints, and um, <laughs> uh, actual carpet. This is probably the first treehouse. This is yeah. This is like either a really great treehouse, or the world's tiniest, most dilapidated mansion. <laughs> but the truth is somewhere there in the in the middle. And by the way, I'm Matt Woodland. Pleasure to be here <laughs> in the Michelle domicile. Domicile? <laughs> More like a dome asylum. Once we get done with the place, am I right? <laughs> we tend to be a little nutty, but we like it that way. We go crazy. some pulp. That's us. Yep gotta be crazy so it's been a while guys we're getting back into the rhythm of things we're getting back in the rhythm and it didn't take long no but i think i'm curious i think i want to know what what you guys have been up to i want to go through what's new with you like Matt, what's new with you in other words talk are we talking about our week <laughs> ding 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 we're gonna talk about our week segment talk about your week <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm ready to talk about my week, but first I want to hear you taco about yours. Let me talk. Uh, I'll, I'll be tacoing about my... Um, it's been a while, not to not to break the fourth um, wall. And frankly, I don't think this uh, birdhouse would be able to withstand uh, actual breaking of the wall, but this will be a figurative breaking of the wall. But it's been a while since we've been together. Been a while. Yep. Legendary stained hit. Beautiful Aaron Lewis hit. <laughs> Little, uh, uh, not to not to get tangential, but you know that's my trademark. <laughs> that's the <laughs> phrase that pays when it comes to Matthew. But uh, did you know my mother, Aaron Lewis from Stained? Since you since you so clearly brought up um, the band Stained, oh, uh, <laughs> my mo- hey, watch what you say because my mother used to watch Aaron Lewis's children <gasps> at her daycare. Whoa. That's right. Wow. Did they suck too? <laughs> oh, oh man. That's crazy. Did they suck? <laughs> Did they suck? Too? Who are those lame <laughs> children in the back there? Actually, oh. <laughs> I know Fred what... Durst actually tried to get him kicked off a, a, 
uh, his tour. I don't. I, mean, I can't. I can't keep up. I can't keep up the uh, improv. Sorry. Was <laughs> 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 that the whole? I guess this is a stained, stained podcast. But uh, remember Fred Durst? He tried to kick Stained off the tour, and then he. But then he heard Aaron Lewis's angelic voice, and he's like, "These guys are the latest and greatest." But really, Stained is just kind of a. It's like a it's like a milk toast, uh, a milk toast Limp Bizkit. Limp Bizkit perfected the genre, um, didn't improve upon. But anyways, but we but I we digress. What I are see, we talking? I, about? I think of Stained as didn't they have like an acoustic hit, like an even more terrible than their rock and roll? Because when I think of Stained, I think of them playing really bad acoustic music, and uh, the what's the singer's name? Aaron Lewis from Stained. He, <laughs> uh, in my recollection, in my imagination, he looks like. If the singer from Pantera got stuck in a de-evolving beam oh. and started turning back into a crow magnon lead metal singer. Oh, God, no. I'm thinking of Phil Anselmo. No. I don't know. Um, but anyways... Uh, should we stay on the stain topic uh, some more? Should we? Maybe we should jump right off of this topic. This is too much. I don't much. know. I'd like to. Is, I want to add my two cents, though. I have strong opinions that I'd like to share, Matt. So okay. I'm just going to interject here. Here's my thought about the stain thing. There was a point in the early 2000s where the WWF they were using stain songs like to quote Matt Woodland, "Whoa." Word. Yes. All right. All right. So like, uh, I remember when they do the montages, and I'd watch like Monday Night Raw. And like Hunter Hearst Helmsley, I don't know who's familiar with names here, but I'm familiar with names. Uh, that's sometimes uh, human beings will attribute names to as to uh, distinguish <laughs> which person is which. Yeah, names. I get it. I, I about, knew there had to be an explanation. I know about wrestling in the 1990s, and that is as far as my. I followed it all the way up until 2000, then it got bad. But it's like Aaron Lewis's songs, Stain songs, montages. Like whenever like they wanted to make a wrestler look like heroic and. They'd use a stain song, so WWF values their music. That's yeah. got to be a good. I was def. I was right at the right age where I remember their first album, Dysfunction, and like, dude, you know, I was like, um, what you remember that? And then that that mud shovel song came on, and I was like, I was rock, like, I was I was rocking for that album, pretty good, pretty rocking hard for that album. And then like, it's been a while came in, and that was the perfect age to be like, yeah. Sold out corporate, bro. Nice blah. slow song. But meanwhile, it was just like, this is just, we're just kind of talking about, this is just lousy stain this whole time. It's just like, this stain is just stained, you guys. Pretty good, pretty bad. <laughs> <laughs> stained. <laughs> there's not, it's not like, I was just like, yeah, man. It's like, there was nothing like to cling to as a kid. It's just like, stained is, I don't think stained is anyone's favorite band. And that says a lot. Like, if you're going to be a band, at least be somebody's favorite band. You have a lot of information <laughs> about stained. Yes, he does. Really, like, I yes feel, he does. I feel like it's come up like, once or twice and when the opportunity came up for me to learn more about stained i said oh thanks i just my big thing was i like for some reason and it's not a i don't know at the time i was like wow what a crazy story but i guess i don't know i guess they did i don't know why fred durst had an issue with stained maybe it was like the album cover it was something i don't, I don't know did, but were they hmm. in a limp biscuit type because i don't recollect that at all when i think of stained i think of like shoegazy like, am i misremembering how ugly the singer is that he's very he's like very he, he looks now. like a thumb like a thumb with beady eyes 
dirt smeared on his snout. And the comparison to him, as from a female perspective, comparison to him to Phil and Selmo from Pantera. No. And he didn't have like the 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 like uh, the racism edge with all the gals like. Okay, no, no like, I don't know about because well, you know the, the gals like gal, the bad but... boys. It's like a little bit of like okay. they like people not to be so included and like all sorts of and like you know like cool tattoos and like okay. <laughs> Things like that, and uh, you know, Southern heritage, wink, wink. Well, but like, Stained was pretty inclusive. But um, yeah, he's <laughs> the the lead singer. He's pretty much like the human version of like uh, to scale. What do you call those? Uh, the uh, uh, solar system. Like he has like perfect. Every part of his body is like a perfect circle. You know. <laughs> I'm looking up a picture. Of, now uh, let's talk about perfect circle. This is exactly now perfect circle is a what good I band. pictured. It looks like a dirty thumb. <laughs> he really is. He looks like he looks like an even more neckbeardy version of Dave Matthews. Yes. Well, you know, when they're going, they're adult contemporary, just like every other band that I think we've talked about, like the Pearl Jam. They go adult contemporary. I think that this is just where our, you know, when we're younger, this is these are where our bands go. They all dive down towards adult contemporary. Wow, that's that's an astute observation, Michelle. Mm. That's probably true, Thank you. To, at least to some degree. I really hadn't thought like... about it. You're right. Do you really think so? Yeah. I feel like because well, except but that's the thing though. Unless you got... say fuck a lot and then you're timeless, <laughs> like two live crew, not oh. adult contemporary. No, never will be. Never will mm-hmm. be. But that's okay because we've let the let the crew be the crew. You know, you gotta let the crew be the crew. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. I still love watching people go up at karaoke and do me so horny because that song just cracks me up. It's very offensive. But it's funny. Well, somebody needs to do it, even if it's not that good. I mean, I would say argue that music is littered with groups that are important and fun, but not necessarily that great. Correct. That's mm-hmm. a very astute observation for you as well, Dr. Ryan. Oh, oh. the Mutual Admiration Club. It looks like Matthew's <laughs> over here by himself. <laughs> okay. No, Matt, you're I that, got salient points, too. That, I Matthew, think, was an astute observation. <laughs> I think, in summary, I guess pretty much... Um, we're just we're big stainheads, all of us. Greatest band ever. We love them. Um, we're really into we're really into their. We okay. celebrate their whole catalog. I frankly. do. I on a daily basis. I do. Talk about your week. So I guess that was my week. Was reminiscing about stained. Are you sure? Is, um, is that what you got? Let's see. Well, pretty much it's it's uh it's been a while. This is how we got into stained. This is how we fought. <laughs> this is how we fell into the stained trap. Um, but let's let's bleach that segment and. I guess there's been a few. What have I been up to? Not much. This and that. I've done a few um, bad comedy shows, and I guess I'll just sort of. I'll just let me just uh, run by who? Run, run by them real quick. <laughs> <laughs> um, the first one. Um, you guys probably know uh, Flynn January, right? Oh yeah. This one is like back. This is like almost taking the trip down memory lane because this was actually <laughs> probably like a month ago. But oh, just such a classic. It's this guy, um, Flim Jannery, he's the best. He used to uh perform um in any old establishment, but he would refuse to wear shoes. That was like his gimmick. Mm-hmm. So, like, yeah, in lieu of like setups, punchlines, being endearing, fun stories, he would just like that was his whole shtick. Was like, well, at least I don't have shoes on. That's pretty wacky, right? Which it is, it's pretty wacky to not have shoes on when you're supposed to have shoes on. 
Um, and frankly, he um, he was uh, asked to put shoes on uh, often, and he wouldn't. But that was his rebellion. That's that's like his fill. That's like fill hmm. ensemble to racism is like from January to <laughs> shoes. Also re- pretty racist too. I'm pretty sure. Flim seems pretty racist. Yeah. <laughs> Which is odd because you think usually the guys that don't wear shoes are the most accepting of people. So it's really like a stark contrast to be like, yeah, no shoes, but also no shoes, no Jews. Flim January. I never knew. Is that the name of his podcast? (laughs) I never knew of his struggle. I never knew that he had actually received like a fight. Like I'd, I'd watch comics pick on him like at Packers. I remember like people looking over at the pews and I'd be like, hey, man, wear some shoes. And he's just like. I mean, it's, yeah, I don't think he, because usually it's like, yeah, he's told to put shoes on, and then he's like, well, you know, and then I think he puts them on, but the, the thing about shoes, they go on, they go on just as easily as they come off, right? So it's like, mm-hmm. I just told him to put those on. He's like, well, I did put them on. <laughs> then I took them off. We got to get him some straight <laughs> jacket enough. shoes. Beautiful, legendary. Oh, yeah. my oh, my God. Yeah, he's no straight. There, there's something. Some shoe versions of Michael Jackson's outfit in bad. Oh. Zipper, <laughs> zippers and shit all over it. Be like, I can't get these off. It's not even worth it. Oh my god! Oh my god! He would be a shoe in for that outfit. Did you hear what oh. I said? Oh. Are you guys mad? You guys are pleased. You guys are fucking pleased. Uh, totally pleased. Uh, one. You know, you guys ever get like a fly in your car, and then like you think the fly's gone, and then all of a sudden there'll be a fly in your car. It's like, is that the same? <laughs> I always assume when I see a fly that it's always this one fly that I That's met it. when I was a child, and it's just like this. It's just like a, like it never occurs to me that it's a new fly. Yeah. yeah. I'm just like, oh, it's this fly again. So I have like a lot of like, is it, but anyway, so <laughs> <we're digress. laughs> what's going on with you, Ryan? Well, Great you, question. You still had more. No, that's, pl- that's, uh, that's honestly plenty. That's honestly I'm plenty. just going to, my others, my other bad comedy stories, I'll just repurpose them and pretend that they happened in the past week okay. um, at other podcasts. <laughs> okay. If, I, unless something more quirky happened. I have a, <laughs> I have a follow-up question. Follow-up. Is it true that Flim Jannery was dressed like a giant <laughs> leprechaun? Oh, can I tell you this? That this was... is oh, oh my, god. my god, I forgot it. There's I actually have uh um, dish. I have a lot more to say about this and I plum <laughs> forgot. You just you just opened you opened Thank this God for you, Ryan. Pandora's let box. those let, let those out. worms out of that can, am I wrong? Let it out. Wiggle wiggle. Um Okay, so he his whole the whole the point the name of his thing was like called the Leprechaun Con Triangle. And the the premise was he had, he booked comics not based on, you know, comedic ability or like variety of like point of view. He he booked them based on geographically where they lived if it would make a triangle, which he failed at because he booked people from four different areas. And I don't know if you know much about shapes and this and right angles, but that's where I'm from. That's called a rectangle, my friends. <laughs> That's a dirty rectangle. Not to mention the comedians didn't actually live some of the places where he presumed they lived. Just oh, to we make... fudged the details a little bit. <laughs> yeah, he cooked the books a little bit. And also, so the whole gimmick was like a leprechaun. So I'm like, all right, at least, well, maybe he'll dress in green or like he'll do the leprechaun. No, he just had like some dumb orange shirt on the whole time. What? <laughs> Until the headliner... He did it for like less than a minute. He put on his leprechaun outfit with a dildo on his forehead. Oh, no. Good, good classic 
Good what, classic comedy. What, because, kind of, what kind of dildo? Well, think about it. What a dildo of? on your forehead? Well, I mean, <laughs> like a good bouncy dildo. I feel like it's ah. only funny if it's like a, a floppy, bouncy. Correct. Like a rigid dildo on the head is way less funny. The Sorry. base model is called a silver bullet, and that's no fun. Agreed. <laughs> Hard <Upset>. agree. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh my god! Now I just want to. I feel like I need to have a strong opinion about a dildo so I can fit in with the gang. <laughs> I have a strong opinion about sex toys that I really have to share right now. This is coming up for me, and All I right. just have to get it out. Okay. All right, Tangential City. Tangential City. So I was invited to a sex toy party when I was in my early twenties, and I please refer to my set about how I prefer fast food over sex it's true yeah it's been it's been uh i mean i I like you know i won't you know i'm a human being it's it it's good for when it's it is there but anyways uh tangential now i forgot i was getting tangential about okay sex toy story dildos flimjannery no 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 we're gonna leave the sex toy story and flimjannery separate (laughs) this is separate nah (laughs) not no not in this case so uh these girls that i work with i was working at a credit union i was a teller in a credit union and this like chick who worked upstairs she's like i want to have a sex toy party and all you guys are invited and it was just the grossest thing because <laughs> it was every single kind of everything. You, I never saw a vibrator or a dildo before before I went to this thing. I was probably like 24. And I was like, wow, we. And like, I only wanted to, <laughs> I only wanted to buy one just to have one just for like, oh, look, how funny is this? So I got right. the cheapest one, the $5, the silver bullet. I ended up selling it to my coworker on Monday because I didn't use it, would never use it. I turned it on and I'm like, this would never go in my body. Something that makes this loud of a, a like sound. I just thought about recreate sh- the sound, please. With the kazoo. I think you would muffle it if it <laughs> was in kazoo. your body. To be fair. <laughs> okay. One speed. It's intimidating. Not bad. You guys don't have to worry about stuff like this. It's intimidating. No Not offense, that I worry about. No it. offense, but hubba hubba. <laughs> I'm glad I could. Have. Right. All right. All right. Yeah, I give that a but, old hubba hubba. The thing that really like gave me an aversion to this whole sex toy thing is the fact that they served like a big tray of subway six inch subs like all sorts of different flavors and they had like the uh. seafood and like the creamy stuff and all that and these girls were like passing around bottles of like lubricant that were supposed to taste like things okay so that way you could eat them and like it just grossed me out like i tasted one and it was like mouthwash and like Ugh. That was the flavor, or that was the flavor of a lubricant that's supposed to go on one of because you they were selling lubricants with the dildos, which I was like, okay, I guess you want to flavor it. I don't know much. Okay, about well, because you're okay. I mean, I, Th- this doesn't bode well for Michelle's surprise dildo party we were gonna throw. Her. Oh no! <laughs> Our segment's ruined. Ah, nuts. yeah, but at least all all the lubricants are uh, flavored uh, for her favorite snack, bugles. <laughs> Terrific. Bugled flavored condoms. Bugle flavored. Uh, I don't know. I got no more. Uh, uh, it would really examples. do me well if there were like combos flavored combos like. are good oh sorry that was extra <laughs> yeah we're on a bugle budget frankly but sorry that's my rant on sex toys i, I was sex literally toys. grossed out but it was the combination of like watching these women eat these like big sandwiches oh. and like hand around dildos and like try all the it's like 
I despise when a food like <laughs> when a food is mixed with my sex. I fucking, there's some things that don't mix with my sex. Comedy, food, <laughs> or a partner. <laughs> <laughs> Those are the three. That's the leprechaun triangle of no-nos in my I, book. I want to reassure you that the idea of having a sex toy party is weird and that it's not you. That, you. that would be strange in any... I'm going to share a story uh, <laughs> from my own childhood that that uh, made me think of. Childhood? Not childhood, <laughs> but like... Uh, okay, this this took place when I was probably 15. All right? Now, Ooh la la. That's childhood. I'm older Let me now. give you a quick hubba hubba. And uh, at, at the time, in my circle of friends, uh, I was the only one that smoked pot, and they were all very judgy Ooh. about it. So one night, we're all hanging out together, and uh, you know, and they're being judgmental because I'm smoking pot. And then they all say, "Hey, you know what we're gonna do? What we should all do? Let's put on a porno movie and masturbate together." <laughs> oh my god! And I said, "What?" <laughs> and it, like, it, it's as if they all had talked about it before because everybody else seemed to think it was super normal. And I was like, "I think I'm gonna go." Smoke pot. <laughs> and I just remember being outside by myself knowing that all my friends were inside masturbating together. Oh and I thought, am I, I the weirdo in this situation? Because my intuition tells me that I'm not. But everybody else's intuition tells them that I'm being the... So well, let's see, uh, Ryan, just going to go out and have a little smoke. The rest of us, we're just going to have a great big fat old fucking circle it, jerk right here. There were no sandwiches involved, but that didn't help my. It's my like story. it reminds me of that. Uh, the, the Twilight Zone episode, I, the beholder, when they unwrap the beautiful lady. Ryan is the beautiful lady and every, <laughs> but everyone else is the pig face. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh, my God. That's amazing. I don't. Uh, yeah, that's I, a. Because I mean I'm I'm no stranger to the yeah just a bunch of bunch of kids looking at porn but it never it, like it almost wasn't sexual whatsoever like kids looking at porn like the it was never the idea of like yeah and then let's take this to the next level and have let's have some group sex as children to this stuff too it's always just like a little bit of laughing like we'd be like oh my god isn't this crazy but meanwhile on the inside we're like oh this is the best this is, I'm dedicating my entire life to this but uh, there was a bit of shame where it's just like yeah. all right keep keep this sexual angle under my hat you know that sounds more okay. like like a normal uh exploration situation it's like my favorite <laughs> it's like one of my um my favorite um anti-stained bands used to say you do it all for the nookie bros come on <laughs> the nookie <laughs> the <hell>? <laughs> <laughs> i'm starving do you have any cookies back there michelle hilarious <laughs> thank you uh, you're welcome because i got about your little reference that's good it's cool to do a reference and then to really and then um, to um, uh, dissect it. Yeah, <laughs> it works best that way. It's the, for the best. Definitely. Talking about you. Did we all even taco about? I know Michelle hasn't talked about her week. Was that taco about? Was that tangential city or taco about your week? I think it was both. Beautiful. Oh, Brian hasn't tacoed about his week. I I've been uh, I've been watching watching movies since the month of October, and so I've uh, tasked October. myself with watching as many classic horror movies as I physically can during the month of October. Beautiful. And uh, it is as we record this, it is the 14th, and I am up to 32. <laughs> oh my good lord! <laughs> wow. That's um. Wait a minute, Carrie. The three Pythagorean theorem. That's almost like 
more than a movie a day, my friend. Yeah. Yeah. And it's strong stuff, too, that you're watching. Henry, Portrait of a Serial Killer. And I don't live by myself, either. <laughs> so what does everybody in your household do when, like, when you do that? Like, do they watch with you, or are they like, oh, Ryan's at it again. We'll just go outside and mow the lawn. We might have noticed I picked a lot of, like, old Universal horror movies, too. And that's generally when somebody else is there and does not want to watch uh, unrepentant gore. <laughs> True. I like a little unrepentant gore. I like yeah. I I always I don't know. I like a spooky. You know, I'm not a I'm not a I'm not a big, you know, the slasher boy whatever. I'm like a little more refined, but I love to be I love to just uh, that just feeling of suspense and just like it never gets resolved. Yep. Because I remember as a kid, I would always just pray and just like just t- go to the daytime scene, please. I need a quick break. <laughs> go to the daytime scene. But now I'm a slightly braver, so I'm like I can sit in this suspense for quite a while. <laughs> But yeah, I always for me my favorite part of a spooky movie is I love just the first act of just like ooh the spook has begun. It's some usually oftentimes it, unless it's a great one, I'll just sort of like I'll just I'll stop giving a care after it's like everybody's like aware of like okay the spooky guy's here we're all on the same page it's not like oh are you crazy is this that mm-hmm. but yeah that first act when this person's like no there's a spooky thing here and the other guy's like no I don't think there's a spooky thing here you're just <laughs> that's just Sally being Sally but that's a nice breakdown I'm sorry, I just that's I, a nice I just I just I just I just tangentially hijacked. To talk about your week that Ryan was in the middle of. Your, tangential, your tangentialness is very. I'm, just, I'm a tangential narcissist. Well, that's that's my thing. If I run and go pee, will you be able to I'll hold down a conversation? That's and- crazy. I was just about. I was just. I have to pee too, and I'm like, I'm not gonna ask to go pee. I'm gonna wait. Go pee. And okay. Then I'll here go I go. Right after you. Pee time. We can do whatever we want on this podcast. We're the dirty stayouts. We're entertaining as hell. Go ahead, Ryan. It's pee time. <laughs> Going to be peeing a lot. Come do it with me. I like it. Let's do more pee time. This is gonna. This is our pee time intermission here. We're gonna. Whenever it's an intermission, I'm gonna sing. I'm gonna do a Kenny G love song. Okay, I'm gonna approximate how I think Matt's stream is currently going with my kazoo. <laughs> it didn't it didn't work out. Let's do streams together then. No more Kenny G. I hope that somebody is peeing in the field tonight. Somebody is, Ryan, and they're thinking of you while they do it. Underneath the moon. Isn't that I know that's what I miss moonlight, moonlight moonlit cornfield peas cornfield yeah, yep. We're rooted strongly in those grounds with our urine. Yeah, that's true. It's uh, it's like some kind of ancient prophecy. We marked our territory. Yep, and now it belongs to us forever. That's why whenever we go there and we see somebody like walking around the tree, we're like, uh, uh-uh, uh, I know you're not about to go to that tree. Uh, not I wanted. I was gonna say I wanted a horny sound. <laughs> do you know that this serves this little cup here which my mother saw this when she was helping me put furniture together she thought that this was my <laughs> this she thought this was a marijuana pipe it, and i said it looks like one because it's such a classy kazoo it's a very 
This is not, folks, this isn't your, you know, plastic kazoo you get at Walgreens at the birthday section. This is like real. Ooh, ooh, somebody's about to get tapped out. But you also could very easily turn these kazoos into marijuana pipes. If you just, if you poked a little hole in the wax paper, then you would, uh, you could light, put the marijuana in the, in the little bowl. And then, uh, the, the, the space at the end, you'd put your thumb over it and it would be the, the carburetor. Uh Oh, parents. Thanks to Ryan. Your kids have a new way to smoke grass. Thanks, Ryan. No, ma, that's just my kazoo. Get (laughs) off my case, ma. Are we still talking about pee? Uh Uh-huh. All right. Love the stuff. Did I talk about my week at all? I think it's time for you talk to talk about, about your, your week. This is this has been a really I this has like been a very uh I won't I won't talk about the obvious, but uh my uterus is trying to kill me. That's oh. essentially what it is. It is. It's trying to kill me, and I think that my uterus also just started dating my colon because my colon has the same thing as my uterus. So it's like. You know, you know what they like, call that? Kissing cousins. Exactly. That's where I was going, brother. Because, like, you know when somebody's got a cold sore and they kiss another person and then you see that person's cold sore, so it makes sense? That's kind of mm-hmm. what my uterus and my colon have going on right now. So I've been dealing with that a little bit, but I'm in better spirits because I'm living all by myself right now. I've got my own a place. I'm enjoying the Taco Dome. I can't get enough of this place. Life yeah. is good. Life well, is bachelorette good. bachelorette pad, beautiful. Oh, like my it. God. Mm-hmm. This is going to be like, you know what? And sure. Fuck me for getting, like, my f- a nice bachelorette pad in the middle of a pandemic because I'm an entertainer. I like to entertain. I like to host. Yeah. But it's like, you two are probably it for max capacity for entertaining at this juncture. That's my story. That's all I got going on this week. I'm moved in. I'm enjoying life. Uh, working from home again. And just, uh... Good to have you back with us. Hey, g- you know, I missed you guys, so uh-huh. I think let's let's do a toast. Like Welcome a, back to your house. Welcome Sel- back. Seltzer toast. That's seltzer it. toast. Seltzer toast. It's Don't a very touch adult. my can, though. So adult. <laughs> so adult. Salute. Cheers. Salute. Cheers. Cheers. That they say. See, I didn't know if we would actually be as far away as we are. We are a safe distance away from each other, but I didn't know that that was insured in the setup. So. I bought this desk. I can. I. There was like one point a couple months ago where I was like, you know what? I just need to get this apartment furnished. And I was, it was like 2.30 in the morning. I was on Wayfair.com. Mm-hmm. Wayfair.com. Wayfair, I guess you could just call it. They have my balls in a vice grip right now because everything, I, everything I see on there I like. And they keep telling me that I have good taste. I keep getting these emails like, you've got good taste. Let's show you this piece that we have for sale now for like 400 bucks. It's mm-hmm. like, no, you hedons. I already spent my money. People had to put my furniture together for me. Yeah, you got all your things. I mean, what do you need? What do you need in life? A chair, a table, a roof. You got it. A bowl. You got, got it made. A bowl, sure. Yeah, one, a bowl. One Maybe spoon. a spoon. A spoon. Yeah. A spoon. Yeah. Spoon. Bowl. And I thought about you because Two or three sh- uh, Schweppes. You were uh, doing your little bit about <laughs> eating out of bowls. You that know, your like whole me, bowl yeah. thing. And I wanted to Classic. say, you can eat anything out of a bowl. Yeah. Pizza out of a bowl. Sure. Anything out of a bowl. I have been eating all of my meals essentially out of bowls, mm-hmm. no matter what it is. Just Over the it's sink. Like, Oh yeah, <laughs> it's amazing what you can do. Like no shame. I, yeah, bowls. I'm living a, my best life right a now. A bowl's just a classy plate. I mean, there's nothing. Yeah, there's nothing that's just like oh, this needs a plate over a bowl. That's the thing is you can eat. There's bowl stuff that you cannot eat out of a plate, but there's no plate stuff you can't eat out of a bowl. Exactly. I'm looking at you, T-bone steak. Yeah, you're gonna be a little catty corner, but <laughs> it's all of its personality. It's three dimensions. What are we afraid of? Three dimensions. 
plates are pretty much uh, you know who uses plates probably flat earthers they love the plates it's like two dimensionals and no. the elite i don't want to go see avatar meh, 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 meh. illuminati mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah it took me a second to think of i was like what's that word is it liberace <laughs> <laughs> you ever like searching for a word and your brain gives you a word that's similar but is not what you're looking for and you're time. like brain we can't keep meeting like this. <laughs> All the time, my friend. Uh, it's it's hard to um to find the uh, the the um uh, words to <laughs> classic. <laughs> <laughs> Was that worth it? <laughs> Was that worth the? the Those are real interviews. Michelle's giving me like a real like journalist like listening to an like yeah you're giving me a real real Diane Sower like huh where they're like okay wait stop we're gonna film you now paying attention to this person and so I'm just like active "Hmm." listening that's what that face was I am drilled in my head all day at work to be an active listener like when you're so it's just like I'm used to making the eye contact and being like. I know how to fucking listen. I talk. I listen almost as good as I talk. I love to talk. I'm so good at listening. I already processed everything you said before I left your mouth. And everything you're going to say. <gasps> Imp- color me impressed, Mr. Woodland. <laughs> color me impressed. Oh, my God. This is oh my. This is by, This is the longest talk about your week we've ever. We haven't even gotten into the segments. But, hey, we had a lot to catch up to do for I you guys. Know. So, hey, cut us a little slack. Why won't the audience ever cut us any slack? Cut us some slack, guys. <laughs> for the love of God, I can already see you guys just angrily tweeting now. It's like, what are they going to talk about their week for in real time, their full week? It's like, come on, guys. It's going to take one week. <laughs> <laughs> It's been one it's, week. Yeah, it's been a couple of weeks though. Chicken to China, yeah. the Chinese chicken. The, the, in the, uh, um, no, I don't have it. Sorry. <laughs> when, I, when I hear that line, I always think that it's the name of like one. Like, uh, may I introduce Chicken to China, the, the Chinese chicken. <laughs> Hello. Brock, <laughs> Brock. Oh my God. Gobble gobble. I think you chick that's a turkey. <laughs> well, now that we've got our weeks sussed out, I'm kinda wondering what it's like outside. I'm wondering if Chopper Ryan can give us an update. From outside, I cannot see you because you are inside. And I am outside. None of these cars on the ground are you, but I'm sure they're all very good cars. I can't see. Oh, there's a big squirrel. Ooh. Hello. <laughs> gobble, gobble, I'm a squirrel. Oh. I got to care for a chestnut. It was chicken to China to Chinese chicken the whole time. This whirly bird's going down. That's how you can tell I'm really in a helicopter because I called it a whirly bird. <laughs> That's helicopter lingo. You you uh, you non-helicopter types wouldn't 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 get it. I'm up here. Uh, I'm gonna live out the end of days i cannot touch down because i believe that soon there is going to be a mob of angry humanoids or humans people villagers all sorts of things so i'm gonna stay up here chopped you guys just got chopped
<laughs> Thanks, Radar. Yeah, <laughs> <right>. <laughs> you call that a hand? Come on, Radar. You can do better than that. Is that Radar? Is that the guy with the dopey hand? Which yeah. one was him? Yeah. Radar. Man, I'm getting a little. I got a little squirrel's hand. Well, let's get things cooking here. And by cooking, I mean, let's Pico our topic. Pico our topic. Yeah. <laughs> let's Pico our topic. Okay. Pico de Gallo our Blindly topic. Blindly picked. It's possible I'm getting Nat? words at playing this. <laughs> <laughs> the more I practice. Just try to. I'm going to do acapella kazoo. <laughs> Yo, that's fucking. Oh, my God. Bob Dylan, you're just an acapella kazoo boy, aren't you? <laughs> Ozzy kind of sounds right, like classic. a kazoo a little bit too. Oh, uh, British kazoo, Mr. yeah. Crowley. Side, side saddle kazoo. What you've done to your hair. <laughs> <Ew>. <laughs> Is that chicken a Chinese chicken again? Uh, You're not Ozzy Osbourne. You get out of here. Man, I'm starving. You got any cookies back there, Michelle? <laughs> Shove it up your yeah. <laughs> Okay, the, the Limp Bizkit is the new food poisoning, I guess, especially for this episode. <laughs> this is going to be the sexy episode. Yes, it is, because, uh, you know, I was almost going to pre-select today's Pico Your Topic based what? on previous conversations, but we're going to leave it to, uh, just to close your eyes and To fate? I can't even totally read what those notes say, but I can tell from here how much more detail-oriented you are than I am. I have beautiful handwriting. <laughs> this gorgeous black handwriting that Matt has the privy of looking at right now. Wait, but I'm closing my eyes. Oh, so he doesn't really have the... He's reading it by Braille. Open your eyes and then tell me what it is. I actually pointed to some place where there's not a word. <laughs> <laughs> do you want me to pick something? Uh, Did I pick something? I like the randomness of it all. I do, too. I gotta, um, and right now them. our listeners are like, oh my God, what what topic are they going to peek over? What we need is a bowl full of ping pong balls uh, oh, that have right. topics written on them. Yeah. Kind of like the lottery. And they like. Yeah. We twirl it around and then. Uh, uh, you say stop. When I, when stop. It says, uh, we are. What kind of bagel? <laughs> <laughs> what kind of bagel are you? Nothing could be sexier than no, that. I like, I like this question. <laughs> I have an answer right off the top of my head. All right, Michelle, Number let's one hear with it. the bullet. I am a jalapeno cheddar bagel with just a little <laughs> bit of veg- veggie cream cheese. Not a little bit, baby. A lot of veggie cream cheese. Okay. Okay. I like the spicy. I like the salty. I like the jalapeno. It's like a nice little. I like spicy. Nice. I mean, what can the spread? Do you, we have a spread? I don't know if that's. I have a spread. Oh, now we're getting sexy. I have a spread. All right, Matt. What's that spread? My spread. The spread that I prefer to get into is light veggie cream cheese spread. Oh, okay. Light veggie cream cheese spread. I like it. Okay, and you know it's okay. different where you go. Like Dunkin' Donuts has their own, which is okay because it's, it's got a little pickle, a little carrot in it. And it's like, okay, so I, I get your what you think veggies are. But then you go to like Oban Pan where you're going to end up spending like six bucks on a bagel anyways. Bellissimo. Hmm. They've got the best real vegetables. Sounds pretty good. What's a real vegetable in your uh, mind's eye? Okay. So if you're going to put a real vegetable in something like a veggie cream cheese to constitute a veggie cream cheese, mm-hmm. you're going to, yeah, carrots a real vegetable, but like have a little bit of pepper. Yeah. Uh, you know, I want more, I want more like cruciferous vegetables too, maybe like put some broccoli in there. 
Uh-huh. Wow, has it ever been done before? Broccoli and a cream cheese spread? Never, but I think... Whoa! That is a pretty good idea. Yeah, it I is. Never, yeah, I never would have thought of that. There's so many things that are going to come out of this podcast. I have a feeling that all Broccoli three of us were sitting on like million-dollar ideas right now, mm-hmm. and I think that at the end of this year, we're all going to walk away richer than we are now because of our ideas. Money in the banks. That's what they Shorty, say. Shorty, what you think? Oh, <laughs> Ryan, a little quicker. I'm gonna go with. Okay, Ryan, what are you gonna go with? I'm a, I'm a, I'm a sushi bagel with <laughs> wasabi cream cheese, which I, I've had. Is that true? That's yeah. a real true Explain. bagel. It's just what it sounds like. It's they make the cream cheese with wasabi, which I've recently found as a pea, and uh, and then you put uh, you know pieces of uh, sushi on top of that bagel, and then you then you eat it. <laughs> Wow, and that's what kind of bagel I am—a little bit, a little bit spicy, a little bit adventurous, but ultimately, path, ultimately, mostly for show. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, ultimately, yeah, yeah. pretty good, but not as good as it first sounded. That's me in a nutshell. <laughs> that sounds like wow. it would sustain you for a day too. So, like, that sounds like really filling. So it's substantial. Mm-hmm. So you could also say that you're a substantial protein. individual. Protein for the morning. There you go. Okay, interesting bagel choice. They tell yeah. me I'm full of protein. I didn't know they existed. That's a, that's <laughs> what an eye opener. I guess for me, if I if I were to be a bagel, <laughs> I think the type of bagel I would be would be, I honestly, now this is a bagel I would never buy. Well, I have bought it, but I generally wouldn't buy it anymore. But I think I'm just kind of like an everything bagel. Oh, that's mm. what I should have said. And I'll tell you why. It's because it is like it's <laughs> apropos of the last topic we talked about because I'm very surface. I'm a little bit of all these things, but I have no real depth. Like there's you won't find some extra mystery sesame seeds on the inside of me. You know, oh. it's all just right on the surface. And like I'm still a bagel through and through, but it's just a little something. It's a little ra- all my razzle dazzle is on the surface. There's nothing interesting uh, more in there, and I'm Aww. very and I'm empty on the middle, much like it. No, I'm just sometimes you try to get you try to just like <laughs> to, uh, describe yourself to really fit as a bagel. And the thing is, like humans aren't actually bagels, so some of the the metaphor of the bagel to the human uh, it sort of falls flat, but Disagree. I would say, oh, <laughs> are you, <laughs> you so you're telling me that a human being is made by just boiling some weird dough in Brooklyn somewhere <laughs> in salt water. No, but I do that's think it's how, a perfect metaphor. <laughs> perfect airtight metaphor. Yeah, I, stand cor- I definitely do stand corrected. That's true. Um, if and- Herman Melville had ag- uh, lived today, he would have written a long book about a bagel, and then people would be like, oh, my God, the bagel is the perfect metaphor. <laughs> Shit, you Dude, quick time. Nailed that topic quick, right? Fucking Hell yeah. Well. I want to say one other thing about an everything bagel. Earth it's thing. a little bit false advertising. That's the other thing about uh, <laughs> hey, what you got on you. Oh, I don't know. Everything in the known universe, by which I mean poppy seeds and little bits of onion, maybe. Yeah, the most forgettable. Yeah, really, all that's on it is just like just forgettable debris. <laughs> like you would never, you're never craving a poppy seed. It's nothing that you ever really like set out to get. Like, oh, I need a fucking poppy seed. I need a tiny little bit of garlic. 
I need <laughs> one sesame. <laughs> it's just seed stuff. Yeah. A little of everything. It's not even every seed. Like there's not like a there's not a pumpkin seed on that some bitch, right? True. No. What I... if you want your friends and coworkers to know how much access to seeds you got mm. throughout your day? And don't you get the? I mean, how do you the everything bagel seeds all up in your gums and everything? Yep. Do you struggle with that? Is that like a or it's just kind of like yeah, all up in the video. I hate the, well, I hate anything. I mean, if if you know anything about me, I don't like when ingredients are just sort of like precariously dangling on the outside of the thing because that's a falling right off. Like the same reason I don't like a chip that's coated with like I love the flavor of like a mesquite barbecue chip, mm -hmm. but it's not worth the hassle with the orange on your fingers and the dust is falling and this and that. I like a nice, tight like uh. Um, just all like it adhes together snack. I don't want these freaking things just flying off. Yeah. One gust of wind and like you're pretty much left with a bagel with like two or three poppy seeds at most, you know? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> a lot to consider. Guys, a lot There's to consider. There's a lot to consider here. This is this is such a deep conversation. I was thinking that one one what would be an interesting <laughs> what a good like um personality um trait for like a serial killer in a movie. What about this? A guy that buys everything bagels and just licks the seeds off oh. and discards the bagel in like the, the nearby river. <laughs> That's serial killer play. And All then right. the forensics team pick it up and they're like, no, no, uh. this wasn't a plane bagel when it landed in the river. This had everything. You get forensics down here. Tell them I want to know where these bagels came from. I want to know. <laughs> we got we got four Blank bagels. I want you to, to match <laughs> match these these seeds with these bagels and put a rush on it. Or I'll have your ass. And the commissioner will have your ass. Yeah, the commissioner. In the in the police department people are always having each other's ass. Oh, always having the asses. It's the bureaucracy and the red tape and they're fucking your ass. Is fucking if I don't crack head. this case, the Sarge is gonna have my ass. Yeah. And let me let you in on something. I'm thinking of throwing the case on purpose. <laughs> oh, you cheeky devil. <laughs> he thinks I hate it, but I, but I love it. Oh, oh, my God. Oh, well. Twist. Twist. Oh, beautiful corn song. <laughs> See, sometimes corn. it buzzes more Oh, my more God. I used to, I gotta, when corn ever came around, I just, I made a point to specifically not like them. <laughs> is that specifically true? to not like them because Jonathan Davis, I can never, I just, I, I don't know why, but I have to like the lead singer. Like I love Queens of the Stone Age because Josh Ohm, I know that he kind of did some, he, he did something really mean like a couple years ago. I think he kicked mm. a journalist in the face, which, boo, okay, bleh, you did something bad, but you're a fucking musical genius and I love you. So, mm -hmm. but like Corn, he lost me with Jonathan Davis, like the whole voice. The whole voice. Are you ready? He was the Eddie Vedder of that generation, of that, with his voice. Because I believe that there were bands after that, like the whole rap, rock band that just kind of, his voice was emulated. I found, yeah, it's, well, it's weird because there was all, there's these bands of that genre that they call, they went, fell under the umbrella of rap rock. But most of them actually didn't have any rap to do with it. Like literally, like it was like Limp Biscuit, maybe like P.O.D. or whatever. Oh but my god! Most, but like Stain got thrown in the rap rock category when it's like this guy's—he's got—he's just doing an angelic voice. That's it. Corn's one of these bands that 
they're they're I'm fiercely loyal to them just because they're like they I definitely had a period where Corn was my favorite band of all time. Nine Inch Nails falls in this category. Marilyn Manson, those mm-hmm. are like my top three, and like I'm just like blindly loyal to them, even though like I don't listen to Corn these days, but I will fight you to the death over what you said about JD. <laughs> oh, I think we have a. Uh... Challenge. <laughs> Challenge. Is that going to be, be our new Fight segment? you to the death. Matt and I are going to fight oh. each other to the death, everybody. And this is the final episode of The Dirty Stamps. Just kidding. I Just end kidding. with Challenge. 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 I accept your challenge. <laughs> I think I tried to get into corn and I... It had varying success degrees. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I was shown corn on a uh, a mixtape that had corn on one side and Limp Biscuit on the other, and Hell for whatever yeah. reason, I responded much stronger to Limp Biscuit. I don't know why. They are great because corns. Uh, I like their look. You ever like listen to something? And you're like, I bet this is gonna be cool, and then you put it on, and you're like, I really can't tell. Is this cool? Kinda, you know, and it just uh, it never quite clicked for me. So, but I, I certainly wanted to go to see that Family Values tour in oh, 1998. Yeah. I tried to, <laughs> yeah, tried to convince my uh, my youth church group to go. How'd that go, Ryan? They didn't, they didn't decide to go. But that was, yeah, that was the tour. That's the tour that got away from me as well. I did see, I saw like a like a one-off show they did at the Mullen Center. Where it wasn't technically family values, but it had, I think they had Incubus and Orgy, but they didn't have like Rammstein and like all the, the like Biscuit and all yeah, the, the, cool the B string. It was still, it was still pretty chill though. I loved me some Incubus though. I loved me some Incubus. I remember I saw them at uh, the Paradise in Boston when they came out with the, the uh, not Science, but the album after that. They were good. Science 2. That's exactly the sequel to Science. The Science inning. <laughs> Make yourself, I think, is what it's called. But I could, I could But corn was just too. Although I will tell you this, though, you better believe I was looking for those Adidas track pants because I like the look, though. Word up, yeah. I that is like the best thing about corn. Is they got, yeah, cool aste- they are very aesthetically pleasing. I like your fashion, Jonathan. Whatever your last name is, Davis. Davis, yeah. But I, I don't share your values. But I'm not going to say anything else because I don't want Matt to toss me off the. I feel like all of his fashion choices (laughs) are like so close to being cool and like missing the mark just a little bit. You know, like I'd always look at he had like weird parted dreads that were Mm -hmm. like that's what uh, when I tried to grow dreads, it's what they looked like. I have like such Caucasian hair that they just get greasy and never form into what dreads Uh should look like. And that's what Jonathan Davis has always looked like, too. Yeah, it's just kind of yeah. It, if you don't if you don't fully commit, it's just like oh, a little mangy. Yeah, my friend, a little mangy, my it's dude. It's not attractive. Not a value judgment. Well, the thing is, it, it was attractive, but you had to be a thirteen year old boy like me. <laughs> I thought he, he was the coolest daddy out, but I was the demographic. Hmm. Interesting. I think I probably liked them more as a result of all of the Todd McFarlane animation because mm-hmm. I was already a big fan of him and his style and, you know, his work on comics and, and uh, right. Spawn and everything. And so I, I think I my ears perked up a little bit because of uh, the, the uh, Follow the Leader album cover mm-hmm. and the Freak on a Leash video. Word. 
Yeah, that was right around the time when cool when good old Matthew was like, this band's too popular. They're selling out. I was a big, very specific life is peachy boy. Hmm. <laughs> I get very, yeah, I get, I very, I, I generally, I find that with bands, I specialize in a very specific album and then I'm just like, I'm like, this is them. Anything else is wrong. <laughs> it's been a while Look. it's been a while since we've seen him he is like a soggy big toe that's what he is if a friend of mine was saying that they were thinking about getting an eyebrow ring I would show them this picture <laughs> of the guy from Stained and I would say you know who thought it would look good this guy from Stained <laughs> don't be that guy from Stained don't be that guy from Stained he reminds me of like Sinead O'Connor where you just like <laughs> left in water and just like really just like sort of chit chat it up. up. Yeah. Oh, Sinead O. Everybody. Yeah. Fight the fight the real evil. Oh, you're going <laughs> to invoke the wrath of Joe Pesci. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like when Madonna went in there and she had the picture of Joey Buttafuoco. I used to be crazy about the Long Island Lolita. I used to follow that whole thing. Joey Buttafuoco, who mm. remembers that? Oh yeah. Lots of people. They made a uh they made a TV movie about it not that long ago that was really funny. Real So there were like 3 that came out and I saw the oh, one with Drew right. Barrymore. Oh wow. I I, I saw one of the lesser uh I don't think it was the Drew Barrymore one. Although who played Joey Buttafuoco in in that was it a, a There's like let's cast uh let's cast a movie if it was being done today who'd be the best Joey Buttafuoco oh, oh I love this okay let's see let's see Paul let's Hollywood see. from the Great British Baking Show <laughs> I don't know I don't know who that is I believe you um let's see who do we got who do we got um not oh, jeez I got no I John guess. Goodman. No, he's too Walter from. (laughs) I'm only thinking of the people who I want. All right, I, I shut I shut everything down with my Joey Buttafuoco question. It it had the the premise had all all the promise in the world, and then it just turns out we don't have the. uh... So what I remember mostly about him from the TV movies that he's got like those 80s weightlifting pants on that are like sweatpants, but they have an elastic waistband. He'd wear them up like really. I believe those are called jams. <laughs> oh, word. And uh, like like cut off t-shirt and like a, like a mullet. Because uh, for our listeners who don't remember, uh, Joey Buttafuoco was this fellow who had an affair with a, with a young uh, lady named uh, Amy... Fisher. Amy Fisher, mm-hmm. and uh, she was a chess champion, I believe. <laughs> and, uh, I thought she, I thought she was Princess Leia's daughter. <laughs> <laughs> so this young lady uh, came to his door, and his wife answered, and and she shot her in the head, and then she did her time, and then she uh, came out of prison. At which point, three movie made-for-TV movies came out about her story. Yep. I guess I'm yeah, I guess I'm catching up to. It. I haven't seen any of these movies. I mean, I the, wouldn't The highlight is that the guy's name is Joey Buttafuoco. Bring in Buttafuoco back. I'm bringing Buttafuoco. Did did Buttafuoco ever know Jeff Galuli cuz I feel like they would have gotten along gangbusters. I think so too, Matt. I think just those trolling two. Around. Just, <laughs> A match made in heaven. Just That's long, a t- just classic Long Island trash just like playing pool. Break No no strangers to breaking a pool cue. That's all I know. WWF is looking for a new tag team. Mm-hmm. Oh, they're WWE now. 
That's so, so true. Yeah, yeah, but a Fuku Galuli. Just saying those two names together sounds great. I bet if, Why? if you're Joey Buttafuoco, you're thinking to yourself, now it's terrible that this happened, especially the part where my wife got shot in the head. But, silver lining, nobody mispronounces my name anymore. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> There's always a silver lining. You he's wanna... an optimist. He's an optimist. Mm-hmm. I'm an optimist, too. You know what I'm optimistic about? Prime. A what? Oh, optimist prime. <laughs> I got you know what I got to do I got to I got to crank up uh, my filter my free association filter a little bit because there's some I'm I it, they're not good the ones I've been firing out tonight my just like when you say something and then yeah. I finish it with something apropos of nothing they haven't been too good lately and so I have to the filter needs a little bit more fire. <laughs> 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 there's the real us enemy. <laughs> Ryan just showed us a, a little bit of a little visual but of um, I needed that. I just want to say that I think that your free association afterward, it's always compelling. So <laughs> it's got to be free, Matt. So you got to set it free. You can't judge it. You gotta, just got to set it free. So say whatever. Just gotta... Uh. Um, Great job. Uh, <laughs> now I'm staring at you. Okay, I'm a, okay. I, it's a lot of pressure to say something of value. Uh, Every time I put this thing to my lips, I think it's gonna make a different noise than it makes, and I don't, <laughs> I don't know when I'm going to get with the program. And now that I know this is wax paper, I am so obsessed with poking through it. Like, I've been trying to like take my finger to like feel it to make sure it's wax paper, but I so want to just be like. But you won't get that great vibrato. Yeah, but then you can then you can do drugs out of it. I didn't. This must like this must have came up when I was uh, having a pee session because, yeah, this is crazy. There's that's like a little that's so fragile. I wish I had an extra kazoo just so that I could uh, test my theory about smoking pot out of it. <laughs> Hell yeah. I want. I'm. I all of a sudden just got curious about kazoo farts. <laughs> I don't know why I tell you just in the middle of you saying that I just pictured what does that somebody. Mean? I know, what does that mean? I, I can't, I, why, what is she talking about? So I, I believe thought about kazoo farts. She's talking about if you put a kazoo oh. in your ass and then farted. Oh good lord. I didn't know this is gonna be this kind of a pod. So <laughs> I am my mind is going a mile a minute here. You didn't think it was gonna be this kind of a pod. Oh, I think this stink bug is making its way to the moth so that they can make some unholy stink moth hybrid. Gross. Yeah, I think they're going to do it right here on the pod. I don't kill bugs. Is that bad? I just let them be. Yeah, they're, they're This not moth really, is in for it, and she looks like time. a screamer. Okay. <laughs> up there, lady. And then we got a beautiful ladybug up there, too. Ladybug likes to watch. Ooh. Okay, guys. <laughs> <laughs> the wild kingdom here in the taco dome but i'm in the i'm in the mood for a little theater if you will a uh, little theater of the mind exactly my good friend jeeves <laughs> ask he... jeeves ask jeeves i'm gonna ask jeeves jeeves ayo ayo <laughs> yo hey, jeeves Weebly... yo ma looking good what you need a jeeves up here what is that? Is that Italian? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> hey, jeez, we're going to play some stickball. I pictured him in like a... Give depart- it, boy. Hey, yo, ma. We're going to get a slice, Jeeves. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to go get a slice at the Galleria. Ah, Jeeves Louise. 
I gotta tell everybody listening out there, this is the best time a girl can have right now is sitting here with these two and just laughing all night. I don't have to say anything. I just want to sit here and be entertained. That's all. <laughs> Matthew, my good friend. Yes. I don't know. Do you like when people call you Matthew? Because I don't, I don't know why I do it. You know, you're it's Matt. It's good by me. Yeah. Well, Matthew, Matthew feels a little more personal. It's good. I like it. I like Matthew, too. All right, Matthew. Take us into performance country. Okay. What are we going to do for our captivated audience this evening? Say when to stop. Performance country. Stop. And if we've done it before, we're not doing it again. Yeah, we're on the impression that I get. <gasps> oh. oh. <laughs> Folks, that's the impression that I get. This is the part of the podcast where one or maybe all of us We'll do a, an impression at random of just a random celebrity. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. This is where it's going to start getting Is this exciting. our first impression that I got? This I is the this very song. first impression that I get. Oh, I'm going to frame it and put it in a scrapbook. Also duly noting, this is the first podcast without a truth or dare segment. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's a little too cold for that nowadays. Yeah. Let's keep it fresh. All right. So I'm just going to, at random... I'm gonna. I want to. I want both of you. I want okay. both of you to do a, an impression. But I'm gonna choose, choose. something at random. Yeah. Ooh. Okay. Okay. And if you don't know who I'm referencing, then just be like, I don't know who you're referencing. Okay. All right, Matt. Mm-hmm. I would like your impression of MC Hammer. Okay, MC Hammer. Here we go. Okay. Okay, here it goes. MC Hammer. Yo, Ma! <laughs> Yo! What do you mean? What do you mean? I What do you mean I'm bankrupt? <laughs> you mean I was dancing in those big old dumb pants for nothing? <laughs> she... MC Hammer, everyone. That's Thank you. Like, I loved it. <laughs> Great job. I, I, you wouldn't, I knew you wouldn't let us down. <laughs> All right, Ryan, I'm looking at you. I'm also doing MC Hammer? No. No, oh, okay. <laughs> no. Oh, I think. No. You know what? I'm going to let Matt, I'm going to let you choose. What do you, what do you want to hear come out of his mouth? What do you want to hear come out of his Okay, I want to hear, um, I'm actually fairly interested in hearing a little... John Voight. <laughs> All right. I got, there... I, I got a John Voight prepared, actually. Can we have a lot? Yeah. No, no. I got I got a... Because I actually don't know that much John Voight. So. <laughs> <laughs> so this is a little something from a movie you might have heard about called Anaconda. <clears throat> okay, baby. I'm going to yeah. set the scene. All right? It's towards the uh, uh, middle of the third act, and John Voight who has been hitting on Jennifer Lopez the whole time, has been eaten by a giant anaconda. And he says, as he is vomited out, he winks at Jennifer Lopez. And he actually might have said this earlier now that I think about it, but you know. He has a a terrible (laughs) accent in this movie. You know, 
it's been a long time since I've had a woman. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually the thing I remember most about that movie is John Voight saying that. Oh my wow. god. And that's just, I remember that scene too. I watched Anaconda. I don't think like, I've seen that. Yeah. I like. I, I thought it was a pretty good movie. It's corny, but it grossed me out whenever they'd get thrown up by the anaconda again, and you'd have to like look at them and see mm. them all like oily and scaly. And Spoiler alert: There's more than one anaconda. <gasps> Did I just ruin it? No, it's it's like Godzilla. I think isn't that Godzilla's thing too? Oh really? It's just or the shark from Jaws. Bonus. I think anytime you have a monster, there's just a bonus monster, and at the yeah. end you go. It's a baby. Uno mas. Oh, but yeah. Where's the mom? <laughs> ay, ay, ay. I recently saw a movie called uh, Gorgo that 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 uh, <laughs> advertised itself as a British tribute to Godzilla, okay. but it is exactly the same as Godzilla. <laughs> okay, just just riding side saddle. Yeah, mm. and they they give you one of those. Hello. Where if this is the Monica. baby. <laughs> Where's the mum? Oh, gee, they say mum instead of mom. Oh, they do that. Yeah, where's yeah, yeah. the mum? Oh, he's getting more cockney as a. I'm a scientist. I am. <laughs> 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 I'm an astrogeneticist. <laughs> oh, <laughs> we'll finish that after we finish our bangers and mash. <laughs> You've got a little, uh, you've got a little Russell Brand going. I just looked at you with you. you I love. Little, yeah, you got a little Russell Brand going on. You, you look a little bit like Russell Brand, Matt. Thank you. If I can say that, I'll take it. I like him. Did I ever tell you about this time? Speaking of Russell Brand, I bought a. I my ex girlfriend was real into Russell Brand. Okay. And I bought a Russell Brand mask, and <laughs> unbeknownst to this uh, gal friend, gal pal, if you will. It was her birthday, and um, I summoned her into her bedroom. <laughs> and what she didn't realize is I had my Russell Brand mask on. <laughs> and she comes in the door, and I say, uh, hello, love. <laughs> and she Matt. screams and screams. Because <laughs> you probably didn't really look like Russell Brand with the mask on, right? Well, I looked like Matt Woodland with a Russell Brand mask on. <laughs> and I actually sometimes, uh, maybe if you're good, I'll show you the video of it. <laughs> you took it on video. <laughs> yeah, that's right. It's on the it's of on the it's on www.theinternet.com. I would love to see that. I'll show yeah, I'll show you that offline. I'm not okay. gonna be able to stop picturing it until I see it in real life. <laughs> yeah, I, know. I, know, I forget what else I said, but it was something like, Fancy a shag. Lucky <laughs> girl. <laughs> I just feel like like those masks was it like one of those masks that was just like the whole head and you put it on top like the real no it, it was what like it, a... it was like like let's say you see a picture of russell brand in a magazine and you cut it out with scissors and you put eye holes in it, it oh my god very flimsy very flimsy mm -hmm. a little silence of the lambs did you just cut out the face or the hair too i think hair was included ah. i paid extra Actually, no, I mean, it was a picture of hair. It wasn't, like, hair on my... <laughs> it was all of his uh, face, hair included, his head. If you if you yeah. glued some of her hair, like, going around and collected it from various brushes in the drain... That sounds and that's romantic. ...applied that to the front of the Russell Brand mask mm -hmm. to, you know, get the effect uh, more. Oh. She's going to scream anyway. She might as well have reason to, right? That's my, yep. that's my motto. Scream and grab that pepper If you're going to scream... Then let's right. do this right. That's it, what I said. But she never realized I wouldn't hurt a fly. <laughs> 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 How was she to know? <laughs> 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 
Oh, man. All right. We got to wrap this up because I got to pull my car out of the swamp. <laughs> oh, really? Well, then I guess there's only one thing left to do, and that is to close it out with our favorite. Top five. Don't Top you want to know what five. we like? Top Uno, dos, tres, catorce. Lovely gentlemen, to my left to choose our top okay. five. Stop. Um, I think it's movie villains. Oh, oh my teeth into this shit. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> Me too. I got a lot of villains saved up. Villains. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna run through this like a fucking Benihana. Let's do this. <laughs> Number five, Diane Keaton, the other sister. She plays a controlling mother. I know she's not supposed to be a villain, but in my eyes, in the movie, she's a villain. Mm -hmm. Juliet Lewis plays a, a girl with uh, Down syndrome. Right. Uh, and it. then Diane Keaton is her mother, a very controlling mother who, you know, is so against her being independent, just like my right. nightmare. So she's my number five movie okay. villain. Number four movie villain. It's gonna be Joker from the Batman. Heath Ledger's Joker. Oh, he's no. my but he he's my there. favorite because he just did such a great job and all that. My number three movie villain. Uh, we're slowing down. We're slowing Wait, can down. I can I stop you for a second? Because I just realized we didn't get an impression that I get from you. So I'm gonna yeah, stop what the you. Hell? So I'm gonna <laughs> stop you after. And and ask for what does Heath Ledger's Joker sound like? That's Michelle? such a good question. I plum forget he's been dead so long. <laughs> yeah, okay. Uh, I'm gonna say something specifically tailored. I do really good impressions. You're not gonna scare me. This is this is Heath Ledger from Batman Returns, I think, or is it Batman Begins? The Dark Knight Returns. <laughs> such an idiot. You see what I mean? That <laughs> it's Knight. that whole thing about knowing the reference, but then like. You just saw me eat it. You failed. Well, let's see if but I can now redeem you're myself. Redemption City. This is my imitation of Heath Ledger's Joker placing an order at a White Castle. I'm going to do this the way I want to do this. Placing an order at a White Castle drive-thru. Okay. Do you have the fish nuggets? No. Then I'll have the mini jalapeno cheeseburger. I mean, that was spot on, but here's my point. Fish nuggets? I mean, <laughs> what the fuck is that? Is that a real? That's not for real, right? They did in Minnesota. They had, like, little fish nuggets. Oh, Minnesota. Like that. that figures. Yeah. You want to hear my impression of Heath Ledger on a, a crisp autumn day? Yeah. yeah. You want to know how I got these scarves? <laughs> <laughs> all right so i've got so thank you for giving me the opportunity to redeem myself with the impression that i get no problem thank you ryan all right so now back to our regu regularly scheduled topic and i already have to time? pee again oh no Right in the middle of your top five list? I wish I had a you-go girl so I could just step right out there and just whiz all over mm -hmm. the driveway, but I don't. Because then you could project it. All right, so number three. <laughs> my number three, I don't want to say worst movie villain, my favorite villain. Can it be TV or in movies? No, no, because it's specifically movies. Okay. Uh, we don't operate on very tight rules here. So <laughs> the movie with Jason Sudeikis, I keep touching my mouth to the microphone and it Ooh. makes me feel icky. I'm like making out with a microphone, like. 
Uh, Maybe it's your own microphone. I should number these. That you is probably should. Not a terrible. I go on. <laughs> All right. So there's the movie with Jason Sudeikis, Christina Applegate. Uh, nope, not not Christina Applegate. Jennifer Aniston, where he plays a drug dealer in Colorado, and they take a trip. So Andy Bernard, the guy who plays Andy Bernard, plays the drug dealer, the head we're, drug we're dealer. We're the Millers. We're the Millers. Thank okay. you. So Andy Bernard from The Office. He's my you know favorite movie villain in that because he's a He's like he's Ed Helms. Bad. He's a bad Ed Helms. He's a bad drug dealer in that movie. Bad, dirty doper. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen it. Been meaning to. Love Jason Sudeikis. Number two is Candyman. Oh, good one. Because he fucking rips you from like Yikes. groin to. Number one. Number one. With a bullet. I mentioned him once. Gonna mention him again. Michael Myers. He's like my favorite. He's mm-hmm. the man that I fear, and I literally don't sleep without a light on. I sleep with the light on through the month of October when it's midnight, November 1st, I feel safe again because I'm like, that Michael Myers, he shows up like, I feel like he he honors like the, the actual day of Halloween. Like if it's November 1st, midnight, he's like, I gotta go back. I can't keep terrorizing these folks. My holiday is over. He's like Santa Claus in that way. He doesn't work yeah. year round. Yeah, that's exactly it. So that's my... That's my top five list. Ooh, that was a good list. Good list. Wow. You had that prep. You had that prepped on the yeah, tip of the Yeah, I was very tongue. succinct. No yeah. dead air. <laughs> no. <laughs> no dead air. I know movies, baby. <laughs> All right. Matthew. Yeah, I'm not sure if I can get it. Let me see if I can get it. Um, it's tough to come up with a list. Uh, it's hard. It's hard to even like have something count. Without it, like written down, I find, I should have been taking. I should have taken advantage of this time to write it down as you were doing it, but I didn't do that. But I'm. Let me see a couple. Vi- a couple villains I like. A recent villain I really enjoyed is Jake Gyllenhaal, and these are. I don't know. I might be using villain a little loosely. Okay. Because it's um. But I would say I like Jake Gyll. Do you ever see Nightcrawler? Jake Gyllenhaal, I Nightcrawler. See, I didn't see all. Heard good things. Yeah. He was he. I loved. He played such a such a loon, like such a smiley sociopath kind of guy. He's a reporter, right? Yeah, he's, he's a journalist. Pretty much the other Yeah, he's a reporter, and he's like reporting on just sort of like um um like like really just like like car crashes and stuff like that, or like if there's like a murder or something. But then there might be a turn where he starts creating the sensational news if you know what i mean i've ah. already said too much but <laughs> he was so he was such a he was such a bad boy in that but he had i liked i loved him like the bad things he was doing with the juxtaposed Jake Gyllenhaal like face and smile that's one of my favorite roles of um him. i don't even, i'm just like whatever about Jake Gyllenhaal but i thought he was great in that i like um let me see i really like uh let me see here uh What's his uh, the usual suspects? Um, oh, uh, Kaiser Soze. Kaiser, Kaiser Soze. <laughs> yeah, I just love. Yeah, I just. Lo- I thought he was so diabolical that he was just making that stuff up. And then, like mm-hmm. when his oh, when that freaking when that damn. <laughs> 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 
Joey Botafuco. Joey Botafuco again. Well, you, uh, you never, I love that. He showed. He showed me a picture. Yeah, he got me a, <laughs> I got a little sidetracked because he did flash me. <laughs> he did, he did flash me the Botafuco. I would have gone sidetracked. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I want to see you go up to like a grade school. Yo, kids, kids, come over here. You want to see something? Boom. I feel like I feel like that would get you in bigger hot water than just like actually flashing your body to a child. I it's flashing agree. the Botafuco. Yeah. Everything you represent. It's like show your ass all you want. Don't show you the butt of Fuko. But um, <laughs> thanks. Oh God, I need a. I got. I got to twist up the the filter a little bit. So, anyways, yeah. So that's my yeah. Kaiser Sose. Um, who else? I think um, I'll just go with. I always. I just love the Anthony Perkins as uh psych. I've just. Yep. I'm a. I know I'm a. I'm a one note kind of boy, but hey. I like corn. I like psycho. Can, what, what else can I say? But I just love, I love like a killer. I love when a killer is just portrayed as sort of like a sweet person. And then it's just like, ah, but actually don't forget this. Yep. He's got, he gets a little stab. He puts on a wig and starts stabbing. Yep. Yep. Kills. So I'll, I'll go with that. Those are my, I'm just going to do top three villains. You because, got it. You know, it's a lot of hard work. It is a lot of hard right work. Right in the fruit cellar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's where. Yep. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. <laughs> Chinese chicken. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Where is that Chinese chicken? Um. He brings fanfare. This is a big deal for Ryan. It's an orchestra. Yeah. All right, top top five. Well, uh, you know, villains can can come up in so many places, but because I've been uh, watching nonstop horror movies, I am going to uh, go with that. So, <clears throat> number five. I'm gonna I'm gonna have to go with Freddy Krueger from Nightmare on Elm Street. Mm-hmm. Uh, a a they made him a child killer in the movie. Originally in the script, he was a child molester. But I think in 1984 they figured that that would limit the distribution possibilities of the movie. But that's the thing that I think makes it so terrifying that he became such a pop culture icon. Because when I was 10 years old, I was Freddy Krueger for Halloween. I didn't know he was a child molester. <laughs> I'm paying tribute to a child molester. I don't even know it. I'm like some dumb idiot with a Confederate flag flying in there. <laughs> I think that Freddy represents pride, but really he represents sex with children. Mm. And uh, that's no that. good. But then he turned into kind of a, a, a wiseacre, which yeah. I, I also like a lot. He's endearing. His his sense of humor is endearing. He's a very unlikable character who only survives because he's being played by a very likable actor. Mm -hmm. Mm. You know, it wouldn't work for everybody. You couldn't get some guy with no charm and no glint in the eye to just come in and be like, "I'm, you know, I'm a child murderer and now I'm gonna wisecrack." That wasn't a good Freddie impression, but you know, all about. It's pretty good. So, uh, so credit to Robert England, the the actor, and that's my number five. Number four. Uh, I'll the unstoppable Michael Myers. There you go. That's yeah. uh, he's a, he's a great villain. You're right, and I like in the first one he's credited as the shape, which is is kind of freaky because you just think of him as not even a human at all. He's just an unstoppable force of nature. It's true, like when he, those scenes where like you think he's down, but then he does that thing where he just like sits right back up. Ugh. <sighs> Don't ever do that. Don't ever do that. It's bad for your back. 
It is bad for your back. <laughs> mm-hmm. Real stretches. This is for my real. morning calisthenics routine. Mm. <laughs> All right, number three. Number three. I'm going to go with uh, Chucky the doll. Oh! oh, he's just, he's a brat. That's a series <laughs> that has a real weird, uh, you got a, a very scary, serious first one, a fairly scary second series, and then it just gets super silly. I like that they, they went in that direction. I recently saw the, the remake where he's a robot instead of a evil possessed doll. Didn't like it. Hmm. Didn't, uh, he's just a robot who's manufacturer took off all the safeguards that kept him from murdering and so he uh he becomes a very needy robot who wants to please his human master and so he kills all the adults around him thinking that he's helping him out i didn't love it so mm. Mm. number two number two is, is adults. i'm gonna go with leatherface from texas chainsaw yeah. massacre oh, wearing other people's faces aye, over aye, your aye. own faces uh, a lot of these uh, villains are non-verbal because it is scary to have somebody so imposing that is threatening uh, violence against you who isn't explaining themselves at all. Hmm. You know, just a That's just true. a mm-hmm. no context, just killing. Yeah. All right, and <sighs> number one no villain Ichiban. It's gonna be white people. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, right. That's my list. Wow. Good that's list. An excellent list. Succinct yeah. list. Wow, yeah. wow, wow, wow. This was a nice, tight uh, top five list night. I think we all, I know you had three, but you had a good tight yeah, three. Yeah, I had three. It was, you had and, a tight three. Well, they're a little loose, but it's oh. okay. You're, it's nice. They're a little unraveled, but it's okay. I'll try better next time. I want to see you with a little more confidence. <laughs> that's what the Matt Woodland lacks <laughs> confidence <laughs> the master of the stage well folks I hate to tell you this but that's it in a nutshell yeah little ex- this is the little ex- extended edition director's cut yep. dirty stay outs the dirty stay outs it already feels like home I know here in the, in the taco dome <sighs> it's not a dome what should I do with these? Should the taco I like... triangle. How about that? Because it's the holy trinity. From well, my point of view right now, it looks like we're in a triangle. It is. It's like an up down, upside down taco shell. Yeah, or a bungalow. Yeah. I'm wondering if I should paint like toppings. Would my landlords be mad if I painted taco toppings on Maybe. the ceiling? But what about the fungalow? <laughs> oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this is the fungalow, yeah. That's my Midwest accent. Is that where you're from, Midwest? Nope. I, only, oh. I got stuck out there. Well, I don't want to say get stuck out there, but I lived in Chicago and then Minneapolis for like eight years, and then I moved back here. Oh, that's it. Born, born in Cambridge. Ah, uh, yes. This is the boring part of the podcast. I, I love to talk about myself. Let's take this out an extra half hour so I can tell you a little more about myself. Dirty stayouts uncut. Let me tell you what I like. Just kidding. <laughs> Folks, this has been a wonderful night. I'm glad we've all had a chance to catch up. We're the Dirty Stayouts. I'm Michelle. I'm Matthew. And I'm Ryan. Good night, everybody. Good night. Bye-bye. Adioso. Bye. Let's, let's take you out with a little music. Oh. A one and a two and a one, two, three, four. Oh.